involved in this apparent victory. But all was not lost, for when the hope of the kingdom seemed to vanish and the hearts of the humble despaired, the king used the power of the life spice to raise his son from the dead. This is a mysterious tale indeed, but a true one. For the prince was seen by many before he returned to his father across the great sea. And to those who loved and followed him, myself among them, he left a promise and a charge. Here, then, is the promise. The prince will come again to take all who believe in him home to the kingdom across the sea. And this is the charge. Those who love him must travel to the far reaches of the kingdom of Arathrae, tell all people of him and his imminent return, and wage war against Lucius and his shadow warriors. Thus we wait in expectation, and while we wait, we fight against evil and battle to save the souls of many from darkness. We are the knights who live and die in loyal service to the king and the prince. Though not perfect in our call to royal duty, we know the power of the prince resonates in our swords, and the rubble of a thousand strongholds testifies to our strength of heart and soul. There are many warriors in this land of Arathrae, many knights who serve many masters, but the knights of which I write are my brethren, the knights of the prince. They are mighty because they serve a mighty king and his son. They are the Knights of Arathrae. Chessington Valley, the winds of the kingdom flow across the brows of all people of all stature, the meek and the mighty. And behind the brows of most, even those who would otherwise be considered enlightened, hangs a veil. This veil keeps them from knowing the truth about their land, about their kingdom, about their future. What is that truth? Simply that they are not their own. Every day, even whilst they eat and drink and blindly toil for minuscule advances in life, a great war rages around them. It is a war between light and darkness, good and evil, a battle for their very lives, and most do not see it. One man came to rend the veil of their minds from top to bottom and reveal truth to all who dare look beyond the comfort of ignorance. He was a man of great authority and also great sorrow, for the tearing of the veil cost him his very life. It was the prince who came thus to enlighten the people of Arathrae. Those who dare take up his sword and follow him awaken quickly to a world of war from which one would shudder were it not for the sustaining power of the king and his son. Those without the veil of the mind either shrink back or charge forth. For those who choose to move forward into the unseen fray, the stakes appear ever larger, the enemy more formidable, 
the cause ever more worthy. True courage lies in the heart of one who sees the monstrous form of evil before him, but yields not to the fear that calls retreat. Experience and knowledge give such understanding. Faith in the prince gives such boldness. As the winds wander across the regions of the kingdom, they search for those who bear the mark of the king, whose minds are not veiled in darkness, and whose hearts are strong enough to carry the fight of good to the bastions of evil. In the grasslands of Venery, within the city of Trinalda, stand two knights whom the winds linger near, waiting to discover if their story is worthy. Come, let us join the winds of Arathrae and ascertain for ourselves if the saga of Sir Kendrick and Sir Duncan stirs the hearts of men, women and children to follow the noble prince.